teenage mutant ninja. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, you've ruined the episode already. I was about to talk about dry paninis, but where you go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a 1990 American superhero film directed by Steve Barron. Uh, did you know he 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 directed Beat It? I think. Yeah, Michael music Jackson video. Yeah, by pure music artist. Nothing to ever taint his legacy. Michael Jackson. Yeah, not even one child molested, as as I recall. I don't know why you'd bring that up. <laughs> I mean, look, most musical artists do, but no, not Michael. Not Michael, no. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it received mixed reviews, but was a box office success grossing $202 million on a budget of only $13.5 million. Goodness. Mm. It was the highest grossing independent film up at, uh, at, at that time. That's all I know about it. I only copied the first paragraph out of Wikipedia. That's fine. Good research. Yeah. Well, there's there's been a child labour strike in Indonesia, so our research oh, uh, crew hasn't quite yes. done its thing this 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 month. We're down this month, but, but we're we're, we're hoping. Yeah, we're we're hoping to get a few. Uh, what do you call it? People who break the picket line. Oh, there'll be a few fatal beatings over this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're bribing officials as we speak to try and get the child labour force back into action and to bring you the quality entertainment you used to from pointless and confused. It breaks our heart to think that we're not doing the best we can for our audience while these child labour laws, uh, I mean, really just restricting the rights of children to work everywhere. It's it's just barbaric. So... uh, what can you children, do? What can you do? What can you do? Children like money too, you guys, you know? Yeah. Don't stop them working hard if they want to. How do they buy their drugs? Well, you know, they'll have to steal. How do they feed the unbelievable. adult parents? Yeah. The, well, it's stealing, if, you know, if they can't work as prostitutes or, or researchers for our show, like, what are they going to do? If Feel? those children don't have money, how would they download the app to know... How to avoid uh, Ezra Miller? Yeah, yeah. Which was our special uh, celebrity alert apps available now on the Pointless Confused mm. store, so you can be alerted. Only twenty nine ninety five, and you can know exactly where Ezra Miller is at any time. So you can just avoid any, any missing children. Yeah, and uh, and time. you can also get a bundle deal with our Alec Baldwin app, which. Mm. Mm. Really is saving lives every day. Where Alec Baldwin is and where any possible firearms might be. He he can't sneak up on you. You know where he is at all times. You can get away early. And he's green. If if he approaches you and he's green and and there's no firearms around, it's a green dot. But if he comes close, if there's firearms within two metres of Alec, he'll turn orange. And if he's got one in his hand, it's red. Yeah. It's a fantastic app, and you can buy the bundle, the Ezra Miller and Alec Baldwin bundle together and save over 1.23% a day. So it's just an incredible deal. Money, Dan. It's, it's about saving lives. It is. It's about saving lives, but, you know, if it's slightly cheaper. It's, you know, worth it to you, isn't it, obviously. Mm, mm. Anyway, Ninja Turtles. Yes. Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Speaking of children... <laughs> 
when I was a child. Mate, you were molested by Ezra Miller. Uh, well, no, I wasn't a child. Ezra Miller was a child. I was an adult. Wait, that's not coming out right. Let's move along <laughs> swiftly. Step, step us through this process of you and your relationship just, with Ezra Miller and just how old just were you? Just get okay. the Just get yeah. the app. Just get the app. Bundle it. Get the bundle app. Uh, Ninja Turtles, mate. Uh, 1990, I was, I was 10 or 11 when this thing came out and this was... This was my uh, Woodstock. Ninja Turtles. I was, had the the cartoon show. I was on the telly every afternoon. I'd be watching that. Uh, Channel 3, I think they had Ninja Turtles. And then back to back with Masters of the Universe. So it was all just, this is prime. And then uh, the film came out. And uh, I remember seeing it at the cinema. And I remember it thinking it was the greatest thing I had ever seen. Changed my life. Yeah. You loved it. Yeah. It was, this was my 89 Batman, you know, like I think for a lot of cats in our generation, that 89 Batman was the first big cinema, cinematic blockbuster. Mm. But for me, it was this, it was, I was like, oh, fuck. They've taken my childish cartoon and they're making it adult and real and violent and dark. And it's, you know, and fucking, fucking, uh, uh, Corey Feldman's voicing one of them, Donatello. Yeah. I just, uh, this was, it was, it was a perfect storm of awesomeness for, for little Brad. He, he only got paid $1,500 for this film to provide his voice. Well, at the time, it was probably all yeah. it was worth. Now, if they tried to get him to voice Donatello, because his music career is just at its peak. Shut through them. the roof, really. Uh, I mean, I mean cost them twenty two hundred now, at least. If he's available, I mean, let's yeah, face it. If he hasn't picked up an extra shift at McDonald's, then maybe he could do it. He mm. could squeeze it in, but yeah, or more mm. dance lessons. Mm. 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 Yeah, I mean, I remember. The card, yeah, obviously there was a comic book and then the uh, Eastman and Laird who created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they uh, signed a deal with one of the toy companies and released Ninja Turtle toys. And the promotion was the TV series, the cartoon, which was a huge hit. Uh, really took the world by storm. Um and and yeah, we were all excited for the film, weren't we? And and I had all, I think I got all the trading cards for that one. I think I got them somewhere. I bought lots of bubble gum and eventually got the, the set. Uh, the cartoon or the film? Well, the film, yeah. Yeah, nice. I've got the full set as well. Uh, and a nice little binder, you know, all laid out in order. You flip page to page and see both sides of the cards. Mm. Oh. Magical. Yeah. And uh, I am on the hunt. Any listeners that want to post gifts to us because we're giving you hours and hours of just priceless entertainment, I am still on the hunt for a complete set of uh, Ninja Turtles animated trading cards. Mm. Are you? For real? Mm. I am. Hard to Grow find. up, you fucking child, you man baby, no. you piece of and, shit, yeah. living in your mother's yeah. basement. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? I mean, look, my, my mother's basement is in the west-west wing, and uh, 
It's That's got a palatial mansion. It's got a hot tub. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. It's my safe space when Ezra is around. Yeah, the bunker. The bunker. Yeah, mm. the Ezra bunker. Everybody yeah. should have one. Mm. Oh, I think it's going to be required by law fairly soon, won't it? I think. I mean, cause just it's so for your fast. safety. He gets everything. <laughs> oh, oh, he's quick. He's very sneaky. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Look, Ninja Turtles at the cinema. Uh, little me loved it. I probably might have been one of the first films I saw multiple times in the cinema. Just enjoyed it. Sure. Had all the feels. Had the because it was uh, Jim Henson. Jim Henson did it, and it mm. has all the all the puppetry. And so it has that vibe of the labyrinth and dark crystal and all that. You know, it was real. It wasn't CGI. You could feel it. You could feel it. Yeah. Jim Henson said that um, they were the most advanced puppets they'd ever made. Um, but he was Jim also... He, said, I think I'm oh, I think I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. Jim Henson said. He died a month and a half later after the film got released. Yeah. Uh, he was also disappointed that there was so much violence. wasn't happy with it. Oh. Sorry, Jim. Why don't you just go and get a pig to fucking domestically abuse a poor little helpless green frog then? Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, the film was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, there's going to be some violence, isn't there? I mean, some ninjaing. Do you the, know um, in the UK it was called uh, Hero Turtles? Yeah, I think everyone knows that. It was too violent. Well, this this is a a trivia show. So, yeah, and then they in the later movies they weren't allowed to use their weapons, so they were using household objects to kill people, which obviously far safer. Yeah, yeah. This second film, they've all still got their weapons. Like Michelangelo's got his nunchucks tucked in his belt, but he decides to use like a couple of sausages. To beat up guys, you know. Mm. Leonardo's yeah. got his swords on his back, but he's going to use a broomstick. I have to say, um, back on the Jim Henson thing, mm. best costumes ever in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like to make a turtle run around and look good, they outdid themselves. They, really they, did. I think the rubber muscles and everything, it looks great. Mm-hmm. There's a couple slip-ups where, you know, you can see down the mouth of the turtle and there's a human face inside Lives. there. And, yeah. Yeah, but on the whole, like, these costumes are the best ones ever, aren't they? Like, peak. Yeah, I mean, look, up there with this. this is 1990, and then I think the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, that was kind of the the both the peak and the end of animatronics. You know, we haven't really had anything as good since because we kind of went down the computer graphic uh, aisle of life. What about uh, Force Awakens? You had some animatronic stuff going on, but... Yeah, but was it as good? But flat. It's there and we, and we characterless. Went, oh, great. It's a puppet. But yeah. it's a puppet, you know? Whereas we... Yeah. I guess we were kids, but you get swept up in the magic of the Henson creations, you know? You, you wouldn't... Within five minutes of the film, you see them and you go, "Fuck, that looks amazing!" And then you're gone. You've you're, you've suspended your disbelief and you forget all mm. about the puppetry. Yeah, I mean, I even like the masks. 
are rubber, but then they blend into the bandana bits that pop out the back, and it looks great. Right. You know, everything yeah. looks good. The and then move, the eyes look alive. Yeah. And uh, they, I mean, we obviously had the remake, the Michael Bay remake of Ninja Turtles, and they look Sweet. like fucking shit. Look, they look yes, grotesque. They and they look, yeah. it's not as good. I can, uh, yeah, the look That's of this movie is good. Yeah, Apparently they had design. to cut a frame um, during the whole film. They cut frames to make the suits move better because they were sluggish. Uh-huh. They moved. Uh, but, yeah, maybe yeah. in the fight scenes. But, I mean, even that, like, it seemed it's flexible enough when those guys are doing all the kicks and jumps, you know, you're not seeing seams or anything and there's nothing jiggling like it shouldn't, you know, it all just looks like a character and there's muscles in the legs and the hands and yeah. So well done. Pretty well done. Yeah. Yeah. Got to give it points. And they had, I think know, it helps that it's quite dark film, quite darkly mm, shot. Absolutely. Helps it a lot. was the selling point, you know, like, uh, uh, to compare it again to Batman, Batman 89 was dark and it took it, you know, away from Adam West. And this one took the cartoon was real kid friendly and lots of jokes and stuff. And there were, there's jokes in this film, but it just, they're not funny up. jokes in this film though. They're not, no, no, they're not good jokes. He made a funny, uh, <laughs> but they put it like they kind of marketed it at, you know, 16-year-olds, I guess. You know, it's kind of older. More like the, that original comic was really violent and they actually killed the Shredder in the end of the first comic. Um, so it sort of blended the two, I think. I knew it had to catch the yeah. from the cartoon, but then it had the dark stylings of the original comic. Yeah, they did mix a Yeah, from what I'm reading, they did mix a lot of elements from the comics and the comic cartoon show. Somewhere in between, kind of a thing. I think yeah. they did a good job, really. Yeah, but the jokes suck. That's that's a negative. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not it's not billed as a comedy, though, is it? It's kind of it is a. I compare it to like a your standard eighties Chuck Norris Van Damme fear. It's just an action film, right? The jokes mm-hmm. don't all have to hit. Yeah, I mean, story's not the best. We're not expecting yeah, Oscar-winning performances. Story do you yeah. need? A, a helpless TV reporter gets... They try to mugger. Somebody saves the day. So, so what's wants the, to know who it is. What's the plot, though? Like, there's a Japanese... Oh, racist. Japanese <laughs> gang an, an running Asian around New York. <laughs> I think they were Asian or something. They were speaking some language. I think it was Asian. Yeah, they were sneaking around New York, stealing the smallest televisions they could find. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to stack them yeah. downstairs in Schroeder's Lair. And that was about it. And it reminded some Japanese Americans of um, uh, a previous crime wave in Japan where they were stealing <laughs> small TVs. Stealing small things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta start, you've got to capture the youth. For any new movement, you get the youth and you're going places. Yeah. Young Sam Rockwell in this, did you spot him? He is. I did spot him. Yeah. He's the kid at the uh, the underground lair or the lair. Maybe it's above ground. Menthol or regular? Hmm. Hmm. 
From that moment, we knew he would be a star. Oh, yeah. His best film's still uh, it's either Moon. Did you ever see Moon? It's a good one. Yeah, that's all right. And, and uh, The Green Mile. He plays the uh, crazy guy in The Green Mile. He's good in that. Yeah. Matchstick Men. That was a good one. No, I haven't seen that. All right. Ridley Scott. Who's your favourite turtle then? Uh, you know, my favourites were always Michelangelo and Raphael. Um, Growing up. Uh, yeah, on the cartoon series, but in the film, don't like uh, Michelangelo's in the back seat and not very funny. So the funny character is basically ruined. And then Raphael is was the wise, cracking, cool guy in the cartoon, and here he's a depressed, angry git, which is closer to the comic, apparently. But yeah, yeah, right. I, Same uh, thing with the new new turtle remake movie. The Raphael's just a obnoxious, obnoxious prick, really, isn't he? Just not very yeah. likable. It's a, they're trying to make him the dark one because he wears red. He's just mm-hmm. a cunt. Well. Always my favourite uh, from the cartoon. I liked the red bandana. Probably my favourite in the film too. Uh, wow. He stayed level. Yeah, I like Raphael. Uh, maybe just the look of his character design. I know they're all very similar, but I think I prefer his. Um, but in saying that, i got to give it to my boy. I mean, Donatello I like the least in the Turtles. Oh, mm. you know, purple guy. But he's voiced by Corey Feldman, so he's kind of, kind of my favourite in the film because he's voiced by him. But then it's Raph. It's always Raph. Yeah. Well, I kind of think Leonardo looks the coolest. Sure. Right. I know. Yeah. Splinter looks good. Like for an animatronic rat, he looks pretty good. You know, did a good job. I was, I was always disappointed. I remember even in the cinema as a kid. When the Shredder came out for the first time. In a shiny sequin jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why is he wearing a shiny pink suit? And what the fuck's going on with his <laughs> cape? You know, like fucking shiny silver circus cape. And uh, and then he's got his little henchman, his little fucking, his little bum, uh, you know. Am I, can I say Asian bum boy? Ha, pff, I did. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Comes. We've said far worse. I mean, if we were going to be taken down, we would have been taken down by now. Uh, comes up behind him and unrolls his, you know, unrolls his cloak to expose his shoulder blades. You know, yeah. I just thought that's fucking dumb. You know, because he was kind of cool in the cartoon, voiced by the dad from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Boom. Uh, yep. Boom. And it was great. Like, I think the character design in the cartoon is better than what's in the film. But the film's got a better helmet. I think the helmet's pretty badass. I think he looks pretty good once he's got his pink pyjama cape off. Um, Does he take it off? I'd never read the comics, so I was watching this film thinking, who's this Hiroshi cunt and where's Bebop and Rocksteady? Yeah. They were kind of missing for me, but... I guess we get them later, and they were crap. Nice. We didn't get them later. Bebop and Rocksteady never came in the original movies. And, oh, was uh, it slightly altered versions of them? Yeah. And in the sequel, Secret of the Ooze, we got to- Toka and Razor or something like that, and they were 
uh, a snapping turtle and a wolverine or something what like that. What the hell's the point of that? Razor, that was it. Oh, it was fucking shit. And they were babies. So they ate the mutagen and Shredder was like, yeah, well, I'm going to have some, some, you know, something to fight the turtles. And they're like, dada, mama. The babies. It was shit. I hated the second one. I remember as a kid, it came out and I just went, A, the turtles didn't look right and their voices had changed, so they changed the puppets. Now. And then the story was just complete horseshit. So I, and it had fucking vanilla ice in it. T-U-R-T-L-E, pal. Oh, no, he did the ninja rap. That's right. Go, ninja. Uh, go, ninja. Go, ninja. Go, ninja. Go. Yeah. Fuck vanilla yeah. ice. Talented, man. Yeah. Yes. It's a giant Ninja Turtles toy collection now. I watched a video the other day. Yeah, it's uh, a man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is something that the Michael Bay films got right, is they at least they had Rocksteady and Bebop in it, but they were crap. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. I'm a, I was I'm happy a, that they were in there, but yeah, they sucked too. Mm. Yeah, I was excited to see them, and then I was bored of the shit by the end of that film. Yeah. Like Fun jokes and stuff. Yeah. I think... What, of all the Ninja Turtle films and cartoons and every bit of merchandise that's come out, this, the original 1990 film, is by far the best. Um, 100%. The others just don't compare. Certainly uh, not perfect. Mm, it's well. not perfect, but it's the best of what we've been given. I, and look, I do rate the original cartoon at least the first uh I think it was like the first six episodes made up like a, a film. Mm. And I really enjoyed that. Um, but then the, yeah, the cartoon just sort of went off as cartoons do on big tangents. Mm. This film, I, I think, I think, you know, we haven't rated it yet. We haven't got there. Whether you like it or not, it's a classic film. Like you said, the highest earning independent film for a long time. I don't know what's taken it over. I don't know whether you did your research, but. Um, yeah, yeah something. No, well, the, the Asians have been forced out of work, uh, child for workforce. So, no, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Save Sorry, the children. Audience. Kill the whales. Save the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, April O'Neil, um, played by Judith Hogue. Judith Hogue, who didn't even have to look. I was disappointed she wasn't as attractive as. Uh, yeah, I found the cartoon character as I knew much more attractive. <laughs> I, funnily enough, agree with you. I remember being disappointed as a young lad too. Yeah, okay. that's not April. No, April. yeah, and and where was the yellow jumpsuit? You know, that's all we wanted. She refused to wear it. She also complained during the whole shoot about the amount of violence in a ninja movie. And she was not asked back for the sequel, apparently. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Um, she may have come back for the third one. I don't remember. Um, there was a terrible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It's like Turtles in Time. Uh, but they did just make... So Judith Hogue went on this big publicity thing maybe a year ago now for... So Nick, this is my, I'm nerding out again on you, Dan. Uh, Necker Toys made the movie... Turtles. So they made these realistic six-inch figures of these characters, right? And they did the Turtles, they did Casey Jones, they did the Shredder and Splinter, and then just a year ago, they Judith Hogue jumped on YouTube and did this whole um, 
like vlog series about they're making my toy and they're using my likeness and this is going to be the best figure ever. And so she was real pro the film, which hmm. from what you just said, she was very anti the violence, but now she's trying to make it get the money now. Yeah. Because yeah. what the uh, fuck is she doing now? Regret not getting some of those because I saw them come out and go, God, they're reasonably priced, reasonably priced and they look really cool. And then oh, I didn't get one. Yeah. You got them, them though, didn't you? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I got, they initially released like these, um, they're almost 30 centimeters tall, like these massive things, like 12 inch tall turtles. I got Leonardo and that was super rad, but then I knew I'd never afford all of them. So I sold Leonardo and bought the smaller versions. They have little six-inch versions. So I've got the four turtles, which all look like they've just stepped off the screen. It's fucking mental, the amount of detail. Uh, and then I just got a Shredder and Splinter two-pack. Uh, bought myself a little present. And now mm. I just need Casey and April. But they made a Casey and an April? They did make, they made um, normal Casey with his hockey mask and all the stuff. And then he came in a two-pack with Raphael in a trench coat. <laughs> and then April, standard April. And then they just released, which I'm not going to get, is Farm Farm Casey and Farm April from the scenes where they're on the farm. So he's, he in, like his, yeah, he's in his track pants and a singlet, and she's in, I don't know what the fuck she's in. But there is a scene in the film where she's got, um, and excuse me to any of our um, more uh, Gentile listeners. She has fucking, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? She has the most pointiest nipples in the world in one scene at the farmhouse. She's in a little red singlet, no bra, like high beams. Yeah, yeah. He grabs her and throws her in the chair. Oh, yeah. That's love. Oh, yeah. You played that scene a few times over the show. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about Casey Jones. I was never that excited he was in the film. Maybe I'm in the minority. Yeah, but yeah. I just wanted I turtles him. and uh, too many characters. No, I liked him. I liked his portrayal. I like the guy's name who you can't say, Elias Coites or Coutis or Coitus. I don't know how you say his name. Sorry, buddy. You probably just Coutis. had a Google alert. Mm. But, um, yeah, I thought he, he adds to it. You needed the humans in there to go with the, the turtles. And that whole scene, I love when they like they go to April's antique shop or whatever and then the foot invade and they go out to the farm like they've been defeated. I always love that scene where like, the heroes didn't win in the middle of the film. They're just like, ah. Oh. And they've got to, you know, they go and walk around the farm and Raph's unconscious or whatever in the bath. And then they commune with Splinter. I loved that middle section. It was great. And then the heroes get their pep talk. It's like a sports show. They get this pep talk and then come back and win-win. I thought it sagged in the middle there. I then it got a bit boring and dumb. No, I needed that change, you know. It's, um, it's a, a stylistic change, but it worked, I think. Mm. 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 Uh, uh, what else is interesting? Uh, they had a big didn't fight. Need to be in this, didn't need to be in this fucking film that I still hate to this day is that little red-headed fuck. Um, oh, Danny. 
Danny's just a worthless piece of yeah. shit in this film. And the the father didn't need to be there, yeah, I don't think. Didn't need it. They, there's no point. It's I mean, it introduces you to the Foot Clan because Danny's there, but he's just a whiny little bitch. Fuck you, Danny. Yeah, they could have kind of done without human. Yeah, I'm against human characters from the beginning. Mm. You know, obviously, I want a I want a Transformers movie all on Cybertron about the Cybertronian war getting started and like massive big battles. That's what I want to see when they come to Earth and start hanging out with teenagers who are having girl problems. I'm fuck this shit. You know what the prime example of that is? He Man in the Masters of the Universe. No, well, yeah, Transformers did the same thing, didn't it? I remember when He Man came out in '87. I think the film came out. Oh, we're on. Eternia and He-Man's fighting and it's Dolph Lundgren and he looks fucking badass and they've redesigned his character. It's sweet. No, oh, they're going to fight Skeletor. Oh, shit. And then they come to Earth. They come to 1987 Earth and meet a musician and Courtney Cox and and they have relationship problems and He-Man oh, eats shit. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, I, I think it's supposed to be that you put a – because you got – you're aiming this at a child audience. You put children in it so the children go, I identify with that child. I'm that sure. kid. When I was a little kid, I used to see Spark Plug Wickedy hanging out with the Transformers going, what the fuck is this shit? What are the robots yeah. listening to these human, human bugs? Like, just stand on the fucking humans and do what you want to do. Like, I was... Yeah, I agree. Never into it. I don't know why they do it. All, all you need for a successful kids' film these days is to have Ezra Miller on screen quickly fingering people, and kids will totally relate. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. We talk about him too much. That's it. That's you know, it. you tell me off all the time for pedo stuff, and then the first thing you do is talk about Ezra Miller fingering children. That's yeah, true. I was going to say, didn't he just choke and push over a, um, a fat chick? So maybe just edit that a bit so it sounds better. Yeah, and so just just say and instead. Oh, okay, we've got to edit this together. Instead of saying fingering children, say um, choking fat chicks. That's far okay. better. Okay. All right. okay, redo it and then we'll edit right. it together. If you want a film to rate children. Just get Ezra Miller to push over a fat chick and they'll all understand. No, wait, you said choke a fat chick. Oh, it's, we've ruined it. We'll do overdubs later. Oh. Um, we, we'll get some Chinese poor Asian overdubs <laughs> like in a karate film. Oh, that's that's something that annoyed me about this film is all the, all the, all the voices are overdubbed. Like the turtles I understand, but the human characters are all <laughs> voiceover. Yeah. A little ADR. Um, when they're not good enough, they're not good enough, you know? <laughs> they're overdubbing themselves, though, aren't they? <laughs> but that's most films you do ADR. It's pretty much like... No. This is the Tarantino film, right? No on-site no. work is recording the fucking dialogue in a Marvel film. It's all No, ADR. well, they wear hidden little microphones no, on their bodies. Don't. It's all ADR. It's fucking stupid cunt. You work in the film yeah. industry. You're, you're, no, you're a liar. Um, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> no, you're a dumbass. Shredder, okay. Uh, something that got tedious to me was the flashbacks and talking about the history of the turtles. So it's, mm. 
It's like, like it's ridiculous seeing a little rat in a cage following his master doing kung fu movies and yeah, becoming yeah. a ninja. Uh, look, you're watching a film about like giant talking turtles, so you gotta give a little bit. Though in the cartoon, it was different, eh? Like, uh, uh, how did it work? Like, a, the rat picked up the turtles and they were covered in the mutagen, and then they all turned humanoid. Can't remember why they turned humanoid. Yeah, it's a knockoff of the um, Daredevil story. Yeah. Uh, we've got four minutes left. Uh, what would you double feature this? Are you going to recommend this to someone and you're oh, going to go another film with it that's similar or something? That's it's going to make the perfect movie. Not you go first because I have not even thought about this. I would so. say Mortal Kombat. Oh, another fighty, fighty one? Man. Yeah, but the um the original Mortal Kombat back in like ninety seven or something, ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. That one. Yeah, the one with the Mortal Kombat do, 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 that one. No, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. That one. Oh, good choice. Nostalgia. Man. Yeah, I've put yeah. some effort in, unlike some people. Jesus, yeah, I mean look, if you've caught me unawares and blindsided where I'm normally so professional. Three and a half um, minutes, hurry up. I know, I can't think of fucking anything. I'm going to... Um, Shut gonna up for a second, I'm going to talk. Oh, okay. No, time cop. With that was no there. effort. Crap. Uh, on IMDB, the cold-hearted bastards over there are going to the 6.7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Someone said 10, the best Ninja Turtles action movie of all time, my number one personal favorite. Oh, they loved it. Yeah. Someone said an eight. This movie rocks. One of my favorite childhood memories. Exclamation mark. And I scrolled and I scrolled and I couldn't find anyone saying a bad review. And I was like, how'd this get 6.7? Like it was all tens and eights and nines. People, people. This movie gave the people what they wanted. (laughs) Not perfect movie, but we got what we wanted. That's it. That's all the fanboys want. We want what we want. Yeah. Mm. April could have been hotter. Uh, okay. Slightly better story. Uh, I just think it was um, it was all it needed to be. It was a basic kids' film. I think get rid of Danny. Um, April could yeah. have been hotter. And the ye- the yellow jumpsuit. That's what the movie needed. I know she had a yellow raincoat. Just wasn't the same. Yeah, you need a jumpsuit. Every episode, she wore that jumpsuit in this movie. Can't do it, because Judith Hogue, too good. Too good for a yellow jumpsuit. Uh, no turtle van either. It's a shame. Ridiculous. Doesn't even make sense without a turtle van. Bebop and Rocksteady. But then I guess maybe too uh, many characters. Oh, they had a budget. Come on. They did. I forgive them. Okay. I forgive them. So you're going to rate this out of 10? What are you going to give it? <sighs> I'm giving it 9 out of 10 Kawabungas. I think it's a solid effort from uh, the early 90s. I think as a kid's movie, I'm going to give it a good, let's give it an eight. Ooh. Eight eight, um, headlight nipples from Judith Hogg. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Was, oh, rush, rush over to the Pointless and Confused web store and uh, get yourself a couple of Ezra Miller apps and Alec Baldwin app Baldwin, uh, bundles. Yeah. 
keep the kids the safe. Yeah, yeah, keep can't be too safe. It's about about the community. It's not about you. Don't be selfish. It's, it's uh, about family. It's about family. All right, another perfect episode. Well, apart from my pedo comment, which you can, yeah. <laughs> Let's be consistent and not have a pedo comment, but yeah. I don't I'll trust you. To, I'll be hard to edit out. <laughs>